Continue working on your file from the last movie. If you need to catch up, open the file named environmentmaterials.max. At this point, the Mentoray based lighting is in place, but the render is still unconvincing. The problem mainly comes from the fact that the materials used are currently based on the standard material. They do show a bit of reflection, but it's actually a simulated reflection based on bitmaps. This means that an object nearby would not truly reflect on these surfaces. They also appear a bit washed out, although in certain circumstances it could be worse. One such circumstance is when you omit to use gamma correction. In the Preferences dialog, under Gamma and LUT, always ensure gamma correction is enabled. This is an absolute must, at least when using Mentoray. Screen monitors are always limited in their color depth, certainly when compared to what your eye can perceive in real life. When you work in 8-bit and set colors in the traditional 0 to 255 RGB range, results can be acceptable in certain situations, but not in others. When it comes to using Mentoray, always use gamma correction and materials that are Mentoray based, such as the arc and design material. When using standard material, color selection is based on 8-bit integers, 0 to 255 values. When using a mental ray material, the color selector shows a variant where normalized values range between 0 and 1 real number values. Visually, the colors may appear the same in the material editor or even in the viewport, but mental ray material outputs work in high dynamic range. This means they are much more accurate to your intents once you're ended the scene. To see this better, You'll now replace the standard materials with arc and design materials. If you added any materials to the material editor, delete them now. Right-click the View 1 tab and create a new view, so you don't clutter the one you used already. In the new view, Use Pick Material from Object and select the booth in the scene. Its material is now displayed. It's a multi-sub material that accounts for the different textures on the booth. Faces have been separated by material IDs and are mapped accordingly. Right now, you are mostly interested in IDs 2, 3 and 4. These respectively represent the red areas, the glass, and the gray metal material at the top and bottom of the booth. These also happen to be reflective, which is an important issue to address. Drag an arc and design material next to the red standard material. Double-click it to see its properties. There are many properties, but there's a template list that simplifies the process. Choose a glossy finish for now. The material is gray by default. To make it the same red as what was originally intended, double-click the original red standard material node. With a right-click, copy its color information to the clipboard. Go back to the arc and design material and paste the info to the diffuse color swatch. Even though the swatches appear to be the same color, the arc and design material will output in HDR mode 
which is closer to what is intended. Next, wire the new material to replace the old as material ID number 2. Render again. Here you'll notice a thing or two. The color itself is certainly a more defined red, but there's something that feels wrong about the reflections. At first, it looks like the red surfaces are reflecting the environment. A closer inspection shows that the material is almost transparent in a weird way. The material is actually reflecting the environment, but it's doing it in the wrong way. It's reflecting the environment from the camera point of view, in essence duplicating the background. You need to break that relationship between the rendered background and the reflections on shiny materials. In order to understand that relationship or connection better, and how to overcome it, you'll work on a simpler scene. Move on to the next movie to learn about that process.